Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Oh, yes, we are daring to be different, daring to be, I mean, you know, I'm different all the time, every time. I mean, goodness gracious, there is not one day that goes by that I am normal. Go figure. <laughs> this is Yaya, and you've been here tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and welcome to the Dream Chasers Radio on TV Networks. We're getting our TV network up on Roku. We have three spots filled so far with over 200 subscribers. Thank you so much for subscribing to the to the uh, Roku station. It's a brand new station. It's only been up, I think, three weeks total. And uh, what I'm doing is getting all my content together. We got some Reverb Nation winners coming up, and we'll be having some music video and some new music on that station. So if you want to tune in, it's just Yaya Diamond TV, Yaya Diamond TV. And I want to thank you again so much for tuning in on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Fort, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City. Thank you guys so much for tuning in all the time. We have a great show for you today. And today is five ways to succeed, five ways to succeed. And if you keep your ears open, I will give you five ways, five, count them, one, two, three, four, five. That's a lot of ways to succeed. But first, let's go ahead and get our caller. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Well, this is Marty Bertolette. I'm calling in. Uh, I am an author. I'm also a father, uh, coach, husband. Uh, and uh, I'm calling in from uh, northern Colorado, Fort Collins, Colorado. Awesome, awesome. So tell me, how did you get started? You know, I uh, I got started, obviously, I uh, came up through school and, and uh, was a kind of a gifted writer, uh, although I was hesitant to be one. I didn't have any aspirations of being a writer. I was an athlete uh, playing basketball and soccer, was able to, to uh, you know, play on full scholarship, full ride scholarship collegiately, uh, and that, you know, kind of that passion and that um, opportunity uh, led to me being able to start a, a basketball training program where we have uh, competitive club teams, and I train uh, youth players um, all the way to uh, collegiate players. I've had even players that have played uh, up in Syracuse and played in the Final Four, play overseas. Uh, now we've got you know tournament leagues and a facility and all that. But as far as uh, being an author uh, coming up, you know, again, I was uh, hesitant to be one. Uh, that really wasn't something I was interested in. But I was always gifted. I had uh, teachers that would, you know, uh, take my uh, published works, I guess, and send them to Scholastic ma- magazines, and and I would get those published and. I uh, wouldn't even, you know, tell my parents about it because that wasn't something that I was interested in. And um, kind of uh, I finished a, a book, Adopted 2, uh, Adopted T-O-O, and uh, did, I finished that in 2003, and it just been sitting in the crate. Uh, it was a cathartic uh, release for me to go ahead and just write about um, my upbringing and, and uh, my life story, so to speak. It is fictional, but... 
Um, it's based on, you know, true events of two different characters. Um, but uh, so I finished it in 2003 and just recently in January um, brought it out of the crates because my son, uh, who is 20 in college, was starting to face some of the same struggles and challenges. So I thought it would be uh, beneficial for him to read it and brought it out. And I said, you know, um, with everything I do, I try to, um, you know, put everything in positions to be as successful as possible. Uh, with the kids that right. I train, and so I decided to go ahead and, and see if I could get the book published, and, and I did. So here we are. Wow. Wow. Now, you said that these two uh, boys, even though they're fictional, are from two different places in, in the world. Tell me about that. I, I right. know the character's name is Marcus and the other one's Lee. Tell me about them. That's correct. Uh, yes, Marcus is a, a student athlete, a basketball player who's always been, you know, popular. He's uh, African American, was adopted uh, by two white parents, and uh, is in, you know, the West. And and uh, so the the story, his story, uh, is one that starts and kind of reflects on his childhood and upbringing to, uh, you know, becoming a young man in early adulthood to becoming, you know, married and a father. And Lee mm-hmm. is a, you know, street smart high school. A dropout who has um, dyslexia and hypertension and, you know, struggles with, uh, you know, abuse, alcohol abuse, um, has been locked up in, in, you know, the penitentiary in California, and uh, he is also adopted. And so the the story is really one that is uh, fictional but follows basically it's fictional just to protect the, the names and the, the places, so to speak, of the innocent. Uh, but it's pretty much mm-hmm. uh, accurate, and so it's about two boys again that that grow up uh, in different places, um, but have uh, are both adopted, but face you know similar struggles, even though they have you know different ethnicities and and backgrounds and and all of that. So, wow, wow. Now you said you just recently just took it out and 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 published it. Um, Mm-hmm. Being that you now are a published author, what kept you from doing it before? I mean, was there anything that was kind of hindering you? Did you did you think that it wasn't of any circumstance that you should put it out? Or, um, I mean, I'm just trying to figure it out because a lot of sure. people are going through what you're going through. They got things that they want to do. There's a back burner. They already finished it. It's kind of put in the boxes. And what made right. you take it right. out? You know, I like I said, I I finished it, and it was really more of a cathartic relief for me just to kind of reflect on you know my background and and a healing process for me to go ahead and and you know tie up some loose ends and move on with my life. Uh, as mentioned, mm-hmm. I I brought it out so that my son could read it, and and you know we've had some challenges in our relationship, um, but heads, and so. I thought it would be, you know, beneficial for him to read and say, hey, my dad's not, you know, that far off, that distant. We're not so different. Uh, we, you know, had some of the same struggles. He's been through a lot of the same, same things that I'm facing. And, and, you know, for my boys to, to read and learn about my, you know, what, what I've been through so that hopefully we, we can connect moving forward. Uh, but really, it's like any author. Um, you know, you, you write something, you're not sure whether or not, you know, it's it's good enough or the content is interesting enough to people, and you just kind of put it on the back burner. I mean, especially nowadays, you know, it's difficult with all the, you know, different ways of with social media and all the, you know, all of the media, so to speak, that's out there promoting things. It's it's hard to navigate, 
and figure out, you know, how do I get something published and, and who do I, um, you know, go to that I can trust that will, you know, maintain the integrity of what I, what I wrote and the, the written word um, and put it out there, you know, so that I can be, you know, something that I'm proud of and, and, you know, encourage people with. So th- those were probably the, the main reasons, but again, it wasn't, you know, I never had any monetary reason. I didn't, you know, write it so that I could, you know, become a you know, huge successful author and make a lot of money. Uh, it was just something mm-hmm. that I did for me. And uh, so the hesitancy was, you know, those reasons. Right. Being that you now have moved forward, are you going to be writing any more books? <laughs> That's a great question. I, I do believe I will. Uh, I do have um, some other um, things that I would like to write about and spend some time doing, and I definitely plan on doing that. Uh, my publisher um, you know, did a great job uh, publishing Advantage Group, Kelly Cole and his staff. You know, they recommended that I split this book up into into two parts uh, because, you know, I could, you know, have some success with the, the first novel and then, you know, release the second one as part of that. Um, but the story uh, itself is one that, you know, goes together. So I decided to just keep the novel um, in its, you know, intact and in its entirety and it's, you know, 530 pages. So, uh, but yes, I uh, definitely will will uh, will write some more and I definitely have an additional uh, book in mind. Wow. Now, when you look back at your life and you look at your characters' lives, do you see any parallels? I do. I mean, the Marcus's character again is basically my life story. Uh and so mm-hmm. um that is me stories. Um again, it's fictional, but again, just to protect the names and places of folks that, you know, might not have wanted to be exposed or be identified in in such a way. Uh, but it really is and it's uh you know, it's my story. Um there's a lot of, you know, humor and comedy uh in in my writing, but uh that's true. Uh the other story uh, of Lee is also someone that, you know, I'm close with. Uh and so that is also very uh, I guess a pinpoint on to that person's life as well. So uh, although fictional it's it is uh, based on the story of two two boys, now grown men who um you know, had a had an interaction and had a relationship as they were younger, and just the differences, but also similarities between the two. You know, even though they had challenges with you know religious guilt and faith and family and the difference in bath background, and you know, I was raised and had you know a Korean sister and white parents and in the West and you know primarily white you know I guess society out here, and so it was you know reverse racism from even black people that I had to experience and. You know, so there's just a lot of challenges that I think a lot of people could identify and whether or not they're adopted or not, they know they've been through certain, you know, similar some, uh, situations and can identify with people. Uh, but this was the 70s when, you know, blended families were not common. And so right. uh, we were kind of kind of the first um, in the area that, that had, you know, a lot of different races represented. Yeah. I think that it's important that people understand the complexities of, like you said, blended families, but not only that, just growing up in this day and age where, you know, Mm -hmm. back in the day, it it used to be settled with fists, you know, 
My, right. my godmother used to say, you come home, if you don't fight, I'm going to beat you behind. That was it. I was off. <laughs> that was it. Nobody was going right. to No, I was going to come home after I was going to fight because there was no way my yep. godmother was going to beat me up when I got home. That's not going to happen. So it was fist. Uh, either, either, way, you, either, either way, you were throwing fist, weren't you? Don't well no, not with my godmother. <laughs> uh, no, I was more like bending over and go get your switch. Yeah, that was that's right. That's right. Yeah, that yeah, that was it. No, I wasn't going to go through that. It was I easier got the, just I got to the go belt. ahead and fight. We didn't do switches. We did belts. Yeah. No, we did switches, and if the switch broke before she finished her sentences, we had to go back and get more. <laughs> so you, and those were one-word sentences. You. No, you better not. <laughs> hey, hey, trust no, me, no, I was no. there. I tried to get, I tried to get wise and put a comic book in between my shorts and my butt, and see if I could, uh, you know, cushion the blow a little bit. But that didn't work out very well. No, no, that doesn't work out either. That makes it harder because <laughs> it's a flat It covers more ground. <laughs> That's right. No, That's right. <laughs> so, but it's like, but nowadays people, these kids are killing themselves. Because of this yeah. pressure, it, it, it's sad because a lot of them don't, don't uh, I mean, it's, it's not being taught. Like, when we went to school, you know, it was, it was a lot of different um, subjects that they don't have now. Yes. How to deal with things, right. how to cope with things. It, you know, I went to, when I went to high school, we had a peer counseling where we would counsel yes. each other. Now they don't have that. Hmm. They don't okay, have it at so you'd all. You'd have like an older, you'd have like an older student, like upperclassmen that would, would right. counsel the underclassmen. Right. Yep. And if they would go through anything, they could get a pass from their teacher. If they were going through any peer pressure and come to the counseling. So the last well, two that, years, that. it was required that every um, junior and senior would counsel the freshmen and sophomores, and then we would all counsel immediate counseling. So. If someone was feeling like they were being pressured, they could get a pass to peer counseling because there would always be someone there in peer yeah. counseling from the upper upper well, that, classes. Well, I mean that just makes that just makes sense to have. Yeah. You know, it's definitely. I mean, talking to an adult and getting you know that interaction and getting you know advice and feedback, you know, only goes so far. But hearing it from a peer, um, that somebody exactly. that's you know similar to you, um, is a lot more meaningful yep. and more life changing. Yeah, and we had that. Um, and let me tell you, our our um, incident rate went down for those years that we had wow. peer counseling. Um, it was great because I got to see the other side of where people were coming from when it came to, like, suicide, drugs, mm-hmm. and things like that. So they should really have that. So your book is really taking people through the journey that I took my last two years of high school Okay. Um, and this is talking about the 80s, you know, where, you mm-hmm. know, you're putting the book out where they don't have it anymore, which they should have. Right. I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for oh, doing that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank and, you, so and much. you know, one of the things that you spoke to was, you know, suicide and, and both characters, you know, deal with that in their own way um, and, you know, think of that as an option. You know, Marcus's mm-hmm. character was one that, you know, just because of religious guilt. I mean, you're taught that, you know, you can't go to heaven, you know, if you kill yourself. So that was one of those things that, that kept, you know, Marcus from, from making a decision like that. And, and the same was it was true of Lee. So, uh, but yeah, if there was um, some, you know, peers or counseling uh, or some, you know, systems in place that they could get more 
support or resources. And, uh, you know, I know I definitely would have taken advantage of that. Well, that's interesting that you, you'd identified with that with your last two years that way of high school. It was great. It was really good. I mean, I didn't need it because I was a part of the program. Um, I think that was the reason I didn't need it because we were always there before the, before we were open up the program, we had 15 minutes to talk amongst ourselves to get our issues out of the way um, mm-hmm. between each other, mm-hmm. you know, amongst each other. And yep. with, a, with an actual counselor that was there that was on staff. Um, and then we would go into the rooms and there were individual okay. rooms. You'd close the door and that was it. That was how that worked. Wow. Um, wow. It was great. It I was wish great. they'd bring that back. That would be nice. It would be nice to have that. It would be definitely because I think that would that would be – you know, we all look at each other. I mean, I look at my age group. I don't go for anybody that's younger than me, not unless they've gone through a lot, you know, because I'm not going to mm-hmm. look at them like my peer. I'm not really going to listen to them. And they're going to look at me like, well, you don't understand a 20-something-year-old. You don't understand this time. You, How can you talk to me like this? You know what I mean? So it's like we're mm-hmm. all looking toward each other as our peers. And in that same age range, I think having kids or children – who are a little bit more mature to take care of the immature and also the, the needy is, is a great way um, to show people the other side. Yes. Yep. I hundred percent agree with you. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I want to thank you so much for writing this book. Where can people reach you? Cause I've already put your information up on our Facebook page, um, but I want okay, people great. to be able to go and uh, maybe look at the book, check it out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've got, you know, my website is adopted, A-D-O-P-T-E-D-T-O-O.com, so adopted2.com. From there, mm-hmm. uh, my contact information for, you know, uh, I love hearing from, from people getting their feedback. Uh, you know, if you have any interest in, you know, speaking engagements or interviews or have a, you know, a conversation with me at all, if there's, you know, troubled youth, I, I spend a lot of time uh talking to players and, and parents and I'm involved in mentorship. So if there's anything that I can assist with, my contact information is there as well as all of my social media from, you know, Instagram to, to Twitter, to Facebook. So everything is there uh, at one location, adopted2.com. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Please continue to write um, and make a difference uh, not only in your lives, but in the lives of others. Thank you so much. Thank you, Yaya. I appreciate you giving me an opportunity and and getting a chance to speak, and hope you have a blessed day. You do the same, and it's a a pleasure. All right. All right. Bye. Wow. What a wonderful, wonderful way to start off our show today with helping others uh, going through uh, different things, different cultures, different ways of, you know, just, just, just different directions of life that happen. Um, go ahead and check this book out. If you want to give it to somebody, go ahead and purchase it and give it to somebody. If somebody that you know needs this book, adopt it to A-D-O-P-T-E-D-T-O-O.com. I want to thank you guys for tuning in again. Take a short break and we'll be right back. Don't forget that we are going to be here. We have one more interview today, and then we have the five ways to succeed. Five ways to succeed. I can't wait to tell you. I can't see the difference. I can't see the difference. 
Now, you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. I am a certified life coach and a singer. I've sang with uh, all kinds of different people from the, in the music industry and come from, from I come from a very uh, affluent, musical affluent uh, family. I mean, you know, check me out at yayadiamond.com. Uh, listen, so five ways to succeed. I mean, come on. There's so many different ways to succeed. But the first way I would say is, you know, I've always had a problem with, and I'm just going to go out there and say it, I've always had a problem with I'm going to move forward, and I think that I'm not moving fast enough. So I think that I'm in procrastination, but I really i am not procrastinating. I'm just moving at a, at, a, at a pace that I think I can maybe pick up. But when I get to it, I want to actually get all of it done. So I'm thinking that denial would be one of the ways that I am hindering myself from success. So don't deny your progress. Don't deny your progress. So that's one way to succeed, not to deny your progress. If you are moving forward, it's just sometimes you move faster than other times. You can do more with this than you can do with that. The other thing, don't deny your progress. I think that is something that we all face, something that this should be going faster. Why am I going so slow? Why is this taking such a long time? It's only because these things that we have to do, a lot of times they're so intricate, they're so, they're so detailed, that if we, do, if we don't do them and we don't take our time to do them, they won't be done right. So taking your time, don't deny your progress, Move forward at the pace you need to move forward for that specific thing, that specific task. And I think that that would be one of the ways that we would be able to succeed is to not deny our progress. That is, I mean, that to me is one of the major factors in what I'm doing. I think I I get um, a little bit depressed when I have to move slower, because I, I, I mean, you know, you, you've been moving fast, 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 all of a sudden you got to slow down. It's like, oh. But I've had to slow down lately because I'm doing uh, my website for my life coaching, and I've had to apply for certain things and get insurance and get all the other stuff done and get the website done, and it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. And I feel like the last 15 days I've been working on one thing, and I feel like maybe I'm not moving fast enough, but when I look back at it, I'm moving as fast as I can. There's a lot of pieces in there. There's a lot of intricate pieces. I'm going through everything, trying to come up with all the other stuff, making sure that the the the, the just, just making sure everything is done right. And so I'm going through every every little piece. I'm going through I'm going to the classes. I'm going to um, the trainings and all the other stuff to to just make sure I'm doing it right. And I think that when we are in it, we don't really believe we're in it. <laughs> I guess that's the way to put it, right? So don't deny your progress. That's going to be one way of success. And I don't know if that's a common way because a lot of people, I've never heard anybody say don't deny your progress. I've never heard of that. But don't. Don't deny your progress. Now, another one it would be be spontaneous and listen to your gut. My gosh, be spontaneous and listen to your gut. A lot of people are not spontaneous. You know, I am. I'm very spontaneous. I will move. I will, if I come up with something, I'll write it down. The next thing you know, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. But listen to your gut. If you feel like it's going to be a waste of time and, and you don't feel like you can do it or you prop, you don't have the proper training 
or anything like that, and you want to have the proper training, go for the training. If you don't want to do that, if you don't want the proper training, you think it's a great idea, but you don't want to do it, you don't want to go for the training, but you have the money to put somebody else on it and designate and, you know, here, you do it, then do that. A lot of times we try to take on things that we shouldn't take on. And so I think that's going to be that's going to be a hinder to our success. So a way to succeed is to not hinder our own success. Be spontaneous, yes. Uh, and also, you know, give that to somebody that they that wants to do it, that has a talent already to do it if you have the finances or if you want to learn how to do it, that is your dream. Go ahead and learn. And don't put yourself down for your progress. Remember, so these two things go hand in hand. Be spontaneous and listen to your gut. And don't look down on your own progress, no matter how fast or slow it may be. Remember that each step takes a little time. And sometimes it's a quick, a quick step, but sometimes it's not. So we don't want to hinder our own progress. And we definitely want to be spontaneous and listen to our gut. So those are two things, two ways. I've just given you two ways to succeed. You know, a lot of times people don't look at the flip of the coin, the opposite side of the coin. And so they don't develop their self-confidence. That's going to be the main, I think that's going to be a big thing because as you move forward in your goals and your dreams and you don't hinder your progress, you're spontaneous and you're listening to your gut and you get to a point where you actually have to take it and manifest it. But some people just don't have the self-confidence to do that. Where does self-confidence come from? Well, let's go back. Where does the denial of your confidence come from from the beginning? Who told you you couldn't? Where did you hear that you weren't good enough? So you got to tackle those things before you can be good enough in your eyes. Who lied to you? Basically, who lied to you and told you you couldn't do it? Who lied to you? Who told you you couldn't do it? Because the only person that can say you can't is yourself. Anyone outside of that is irrelevant, no matter who they are. Because a lot of people believe they know who you are, but they don't. Because you know what you can and cannot do, what you're interested in, and what you're just not interested in doing. So being self-confident ties into not hindering your success, okay, not putting yourself down for your progress, being spontaneous, listening to your gut, and having the self-confidence to go forward and do what you know you can do regardless of what other people said. What other people said doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. Do they pay your bills? If they do, then maybe one day you need to get from under them if you can. But that doesn't make you subservient to them. Okay? The second thing is, are they, are they so big and so relevant in your life that they are the first opinion that you would take of everyone else's? That hurts a lot of times, too, because that person is telling you, you know, you, you, you shouldn't do it because of this and that and the other because I, and then they go to their own experience. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of have go against that because everyone is different. There is no cookie cutter out there. Everyone does something 
We all do something, and some of us do the same thing, but we all do it differently. We have our, our ways of doing things. And so you know, just because it didn't work for them doesn't mean it won't work for you. Maybe you should go ahead and try it and see, because maybe it's not their their dream. Maybe it wasn't in their cards to be this whatever it is, but it's in your cards. Don't ever, ever take the opinion of someone else without first consulting yourself. How about that? Don't ever, ever take the opinion of someone else without first consulting yourself. Because if you consult yourself and you say to yourself, no, you know, this is very interesting. I think I can do this. I'm very interested in this. This is all I think about. Then guess what? Find a way to get it done. So that is the third way to succeed. Am I right? So the first way would be don't deny yourself and don't put yourself down for your own progress. Be spontaneous and listen to your gut, okay? The third thing is consult yourself, not anyone else, first above all. Consult yourself above everyone else. I hope you're writing this down because this is going to help you to succeed. I never, I never talk about money. I never talk about anything like that only because the money will come with the success. The money will come with the self-confidence. The money will come with the spontaneity. The money will come with not delaying yourself, not putting yourself down, because you know that you go at a different pace. Some people are faster. Some people are so slower. Some people are fast and then slow, slow and then fast. Who cares? Move forward. Move forward. Even step, now I'm going to give you the fourth thing. The fourth thing that really works for me is sometimes you feel like you've taken five steps back, and then three steps forward, and then five steps back, and three steps forward. Sometimes you take one step forward and two steps back, and you feel like you're regressing. I'm going to challenge you today. That is not regression. That is progress. Now, why do I say that's progress? It's so simple. If you're not progressing and moving backwards, that means that you're regressing. You're not doing anything. However, if you are doing something and you're learning and you're making mistakes and you're correcting your mistakes and moving forward, those are not steps backwards. In actuality, those are steps forward because now you know not to do that. You know what works and what doesn't work. You know how to do something wrong. So it's progress. Um, yeah, I know it's kind of funny and I know it sounds weird, but if you take it as a progress and a learning experience, you can now use that to teach, to train, to move forward, to make your money, to do a book, to do different things. Take that opportunity that may seem like a not, a not so much of an opportunity to become an opportunity to actually make some more money. It's, it's simple. It's really simple. And if you think of it in a positive manner, you will move forward in a positive manner. You will never regress, but you'll always progress. That's what we want. Five ways to succeed. So let's go back to number one. Number one is don't put down your progress and don't deny your progress, no matter how fast or slow it is. Be, spont you know, be spontaneous and listen to your gut. That's going to be the second one. Self-confidence is going to be the one thing that you need always consult yourself first before you take advice of anyone else. You are the person that knows yourself better than anyone else in the world, and you can tell yourself whether you know what you're doing or not, and you can also tell yourself whether you're interested or not. 
consult yourself first. And then the fourth thing is always going to be progress is always progress, never regress. Even if you feel like you've gone steps backwards and you've made mistakes, those are opportunities that you can put forward to make more money and to also put that to the test of testing, of, of, of teaching, and of writing your books and things like that. So all these mistakes that you've made are actual mistakes that other people could make, but if you want to help people, you will find a way to take those lessons that you've learned and turn them into the success. All right, and the fifth thing, the fifth way to succeed is, um, you know what, and, and I always say it, it's like this. If you're not here to do what you want to do, if you don't take care of yourself to do what you want to do, if you don't sleep, eat correctly, take care of your hygiene, take care of your body, get, get whatever you need to get to take care of your body, eat correctly, eat healthy, then you're going to be sick. You're not going to progress. You're not going to regress. You're going to be at a standstill. And to me, at a standstill is the worst thing ever. I do not like being sick. I do not like being sick. I know most people in the world don't like being sick. So take care of yourself. Sleep your uh, recommended hours that you need for your body because some people need more sleep than eight eight hours a day, a night, and some people need less, but sleep, eat correctly, exercise, take care of your body. You have one body, one, one person is you, you're one person. You have your dream within your body, within your mind, within your belief, within your domain, and if you are not properly taken care of, you will not succeed because you cannot progress because you are sick. There's going to be a lot of times where you're going to be sick, and there's nothing you can do about it, the common cold or flu or whatever, what have you. But what I am saying is if you have a disease or if you have something that's curable, that you know you're not eating properly and you can move forward in your, in your I don't know, in your progress of, of being who you want to be and keeping in shape, do that. Do it, because if you're not here to do it, if you're not here to succeed, then you're standing still. I think it's the worst thing ever. You're not really progressing. You're not regressing. You're in the moment, and you're always in the moment. You're never moving forward. I think that's going to be the worst thing that we can all do to ourselves is to not take care of our bodies and of our minds. So I say as a fifth way to succeed Please take care of your body and your mind and your sleep and your food and just take care of yourself in general and make sure that you are as healthy as you can be in your circumstances. And maybe even in the future, when you're taking care of yourself in the present, your future will align and it will get better and better. And you'll find that you'll be able to do more and able to move forward more, think clearer, and do a lot more. So let's go back to the first wave and go through all the five ways to succeed. The first one is don't doubt your progress. Don't deny your progress. Sometimes we move faster than other times, but that's okay for moving forward. The second thing is, please be spontaneous and listen to your gut. Be spontaneous and listen to your gut. 
If there's something that you need to do, you think you need to do it, do it. Don't worry about it. If it fails, it succeeds. It's still a progress. It's still moving forward. That's going to be in your third thing, uh, self-confidence. Self-confidence is a big thing because you need to consult yourself first. If you believe that you can do something, then you can. If you believe you cannot do something, then you can't. It's all in you. It's got nothing to do with anyone else telling you you can or cannot do it. It's all about what you believe you can or can't do. And don't let any naysayers or anybody else, no matter who they are, get into your mind and tell you you can't do something when you know you can. All right? The fourth, uh, the fourth thing is going to be, uh, the fourth thing is always going to be, um, what did I say again? I'm, I'm reading here. The fourth thing is always going to be, oh, regression. If you believe that regression is making a mistake, then you're wrong. I want to let you know that every lesson learned is a gift. It's a gift because you can teach. You can counsel. You can be a coach. You can write a book. You can do anything you need to do to take that information that you've learned on your mistakes and teach other people how not to do it. So that is a progress within itself. And, of course, the fifth way to succeed is to take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of you. Because if you don't, then you're not going to be here to do number one through four at all. You're going to be sick, and you're not going to want to do it. So those are my those are my five ways to succeed because everything else is with learning and, and all that other stuff. But these are the things that I think we tackle the and, and they tackle me. They, they they run me over at times. You know, these are the things that we deal with more than any other thing in success that I can think of. It's just the personal beliefs and our personal bodies and just just our person in itself and our own minds and the actual uh, the actual opposite, what would it be? It would be the person coming into my space telling me I can't, I can't do, I, I won't deal with that. I won't deal with that. I turn everything into a positive. If you're going to come into my space, you're either going to be positive or I'm going to scare at you and then you're going to leave because I'm not going to move you in. This is my body and my mind and this is my area of expertise. I'm not saying I'm an expert in it, but I'm trying my best to become the person I see that I can be. And so I'm not going to allow anyone, no matter who they are, to tell me I can't. And I've never done it, and I never will do it. Because I believe I've been put here on this earth, and I've been born into this earth to do something, and I'm going to dag well do it. And when I get old, and I'm sitting on my beautiful porch and my big, beautiful house with my family surrounding me, and we're all sitting out on the porch drinking cold lemonade, and eating and relaxing on the porch and just having a great family time. And I'm on my swing because that's what I want. I want a porch swing, okay? I want to be like, let me tell you about my life. Yeah, baby. Uh-huh. That's how I want to be. I want to. I don't want to have any regrets. The regrets that we have are usually the things we don't do. It's not the things that we do. So I say, be spontaneous. Go for it. If it's something you want to do, and it doesn't hurt you or anyone else, and that's my motto, if it doesn't hurt you or anyone else, go for it. And those are my five ways to succeed with Yaya Diamond. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. It is a wonderful thing. I got some, some really cool music to um, play with you for you today. Then after that, hopefully we'll have another caller because I did have to, I had to cancel and reschedule for today. But um, 
I'm going to go ahead and put Addie with Believe. There's some doubt within me And my heart gets weary Holding on for so long But can I carry on? Do you hear my plea? Lord, day after day There's a war for my
show today. We've had uh, author Martin John Bertlade, uh I'm going to torture this last name, Bertolette, 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 I think, Bertolette, I'm hoping, yay, but you can reach him at adopted2.com, 
that's adopted, and then two uh, two is too dot com, and check out his book. And also, I've given you the five ways to succeed. So you can't go wrong with that. I want to thank you again for tuning in. And again, it's been another episode of Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host Diana Diamond. You can reach us on Dream Chasers Radio on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We don't really do Twitter a lot. I'm just going to say that. We don't really do Twitter, Twitter a lot. But we do a lot of Facebook. So Facebook is going to be our main page and also DreamCasesRadio.com. And thank you guys so much. And don't forget to continue to what? <laughs> Dare to be different. <laughs> Good night. Mm-hmm.